This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Uh, Okay, so I got some news for you. I don't know how you're going to take it, but I got to ask you, is this a good idea or is this a bad idea? Okay. The city of Minneapolis is Mm -hmm. considering banning drive-thrus. Oh. 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. So, give me the details, because yep. uh, do you mean all drive throughs No. Okay. What I mean is, uh, what they're considering is not allowing new construction to include drive throughs And that means not just, you know, at your fast food restaurants or your coffee shops, but also... Uh, your pharmacies, your um, dry cleaners, any business that would routinely want a drive-through attached yeah. to it, mm-hmm. if they are building new construction mm-hmm. in the city, mm-hmm. they're considering saying nope. Okay, to that. so you won't lose anything you already have; you just won't get anything new. Precisely. Okay. Now, Minneapolis leaders say that uh, one of the reasons why is because the drive-throughs run counter to the uh, accomplishment of carbon neutrality by. 2050, which is an initiative that they are looking toward. Yeah. It, you know, it, it is not good for the environment. Correct. Idling vehicles, not good. Precisely. Uh, so they're saying this is not helpful. We're going to just probably try to find a way to say no to these. 651-641-1071. How do you feel about the idea of no more drive Big Brother's trying to take away your drive through Colleen. Okay, so here's the thing. <laughs> like, again... I'm the reason why they are making these decisions. Yeah. I am for. Okay. I would like our environment to be better. Yeah. I just can't. Drive throughs are not necessary. Of your convenience. I can't. That is the thing. I cannot. Drive throughs are necessary. Okay. In my life. Drive throughs are necessary. Yes. Like, what is so necessary about a drive-through? Okay, so I will. I will start with this. My kids are older now, so this is not as much of an issue. Yeah. But when my kids were young, if I needed to, if I needed to go into a pharmacy to get a prescription filled, yeah. or if I, I mean, there were times that I was literally out of milk mm-hmm. that I would drive through the local Taco Bell and order just milk so that wow. I could bring it home. Pro tip. Here's why. Because every time I had to get out of the car to run an errand, I had two car seats because I had twins and then a toddler and I had to round all of that up. And so oftentimes I would choose the drive through over that, even though sometimes I had to wait longer 
because it was just easier. Yeah. Now I'm sort of reliant on them because now it's now just you like, make them go running and get the thing. No, oh gosh, no, 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 no. I mean, I'm reliant no, on the drive-through, not on the children. I've I know better. Yeah. Than to rely on them. I mean, six I, five one six four one one zero seven one. Good idea or bad idea? I get it, but like your convenience does not make a moving argument for the city to like not move forward with environmental controls. I feel like, is there another way? I mean, like, can we have some rules like turn your car off or um, like, okay. Have you met people? Yes. Okay. First of all, I think they're very suburban. The main reason is, and I don't want to make this a rural ver- or a suburban versus city experience, but I often, when I think of drive throughs I think of the suburbs because you can't do anything in a suburb most of the time, except for a, few, a very limited few exceptions. You can't do anything on foot from your house. Usually you have to like, you know, get into your car. And then sure, in a world where you're swimming in cars, it makes sense that you're going to have a bunch of drive throughs because you've got all this land, you've got all this space. But, you know, in addition to the environmental factors, you have population density. You know, they're trying to make the city more dense. You want to get rid of parking lots. You want to discourage people from parking. And we all complain about all of the things like, we just complained about the fact that our parking rates went up, um, that to park downtown, yep. it's cost an arm and a leg. Well, that's because it then allows for people to maybe use the mass transit options are there, which maybe will make the city cleaner overall. So if we're going to grow, right, and be more dense mm-hmm. in a metropolitan area, you're going to have to do all those things. But it's going to be an adjustment. And, you know something's got to give and i don't know they're giving they're gonna take my drive-thrus i mean nobody's taking your drive-thru well they're not gonna give me any more of them another one uh we've got some callers on the line let's go to tracy hello to tracy hi tracy good idea or bad idea no more drive-thrus well i agree with you that you know something needs to be done about carbon emissions but as a mom when my kids were little you have two little kids in car seats that you have to try and maneuver in the middle of winter or the middle of when it's raining out into a restaurant to grab something and then wrangle them all back in the car. It's a pain. Yeah. Drive-throughs are a blessing. Right? And, and then I you just grow you to, it without it. You literally grow to depend on them. And frankly, like I I remember, thank you Tracy. I remember having a moment when I I was like, how did my mom do this like in the middle of winter? Well, she just left you in your car. Well, that's the thing. You can't do that. You just can't do that. The other thing I would say is like, mm, have you met the world recently? That you're what you're saying is you can't do this. We can't have progress because you need to have the convenience of a drive-through. Well, the problem that you're talking about is a problem that can be solved without a drive-through. Two things: one, you can get delivery. Mm Number meaning you can pay somebody to deliver it to you. Okay. Right? Yeah. Or you come up with a way to pick up something without having to have a drive through. I mean, there are a number of places now where you literally pull up, somebody comes running out and hands you the thing and you move on your way. Right. Which I mean, I, I guess I was even counting that like when I go to high V and I drive through and pick up my groceries. Well, if you're parked, that's you're not idling. And so that's not I'm talking about, you know, like Target, they have a spot. Mm-hmm. A lot of retail places now have a parking spot, but you're not sitting there idling. I usually am, yeah. actually. Well, then when I'm waiting for them to my, bring something out, my point is, mm-hmm. again, progress is not going to be stopped because of people's convenience. Technology will just 
address the problem in a different way, one that's not going to damage the environment. Let's go back to the phones. We've got uh, Angie on the line. Hi, Angie. Good idea. Bad idea. No more drive throughs Angie? Hi. I am 42. I'm disabled. The pharmacy is in the back of the store, and mm-hmm. I often need to talk to the pharmacist, and I will only go to pharmacies that have a drive through so I don't know what I would do if that were the case. Because right. even if someone could come out to my car, there's no pharmacist coming out there. Right. Thank you, Angie. And and just to, and again, to clarify, this is not necessarily getting rid of existing drive throughs, but it would mean no building of new ones. So, and again, we're only talking about in the city of Minneapolis. Exactly. Exactly. Which I mean, you know, for now, you know, this could grow, but for now, that's what's being bandied about. Let's go to Maria. And Maria, you'll have the final word. Good idea, bad idea. No more drive throughs, Maria. Uh, a bad idea. I think, once again, they're attacking us normal folk. I think they need to look at the bigger picture. The idling cars at a drive through it's not the problem. The problem are corporations, maybe, or, or, or businesses that have exhausted airplanes, celebrities that have private jets that seem to not be affected by anything that is being mandated. And I feel like, again, they're just kind of they're, they're trying to control our, our normal folk lives. You know, I, I think it's control. I don't like it. So you want your drive throughs. Yeah. Thank yeah, you. Thank you for your call, Maria. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are going to do what we do so well. We are going to try to figure out what the heck Kim and Kanye's new baby is going to be named because there's some speculation, but we think we might know better after this on my talk. One Oh seven one. What do we think the name of the little Kanye and Kim baby is or should be? This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. The fans have some theories. Yeah, they do, and we'll get to those in just a moment. But be thinking about what you think Kim and Kanye will name their child, because mm-hmm. we're going to. Put our names down. Uh, this is one of those stories where nobody ever just gives you everything, right? Because I guarantee they've already got a name picked out. It's mm-hmm. been long since debated, and they're going to make us wait for it. They're not just going to announce the birth of their child with their name like, I don't know, normal people do. Yeah, but they have celebrities to it out. like to uh, make news cycles out of these things. I imagine we're going to hear by the end of the week because... You know, um, you wouldn't want to let too much time pass before people lose interest. Exactly. And frankly, they will. But fans have some lazy theories. And we talked about one of these, I think, yes, it must be yesterday because uh, the only day there's it not been, another right? option. Right. Um, and that name is Bear. So do you remember uh, the name Bear being put forth for uh, Kanye and Kim's fourth child? It has something to do with. The sports team of Chicago. Well, kind of, but also they have used um, the uh, emoji of a teddy bear. Aha. Uh-huh. Which has clued people in on this particular uh, possibility. Apparently, um, Kim Kardashian used that in a tweet. And then she used the emoji again in another tweet while sharing more photos of uh, a previous gathering. I think it was a baby shower. Mm-hmm. The CBD Yes. Themed baby shower. So uh, the name is, you know, one fan suggested it could be Bear or maybe 
Teddy, mm-hmm. right? Those two things are possible. And also fans drew a connection to the Chicago Bears, as you mentioned, because Kanye grew up in Chicago, but we've already got a Chicago West. So okay, let's just hit the pause button really quick and talk about the fact that Teddy seems like a really pretty normal name when the rest of the children are named North, Saint, and Chicago, yep. a.k.a. Shy. So I don't think they're going to come forth with like a Theodore and call him Teddy. Oh, God only knows. This is true. Um, which is why we end up speculating on these things. Although most days when I think about the things I want to talk about, I don't think about the Kardashians and what they're going to name their child. But let's be clear. This is big news to some people. It's huge. Um, big enough that people are speculating. Speculating. Uh, also, some other names. Now, these are uh, these are some lazy ones. Uh, Don. What? Don West. Oh, that's kind of cute. Why? Well, because of Donda. That's Kanye's mom's Oh, that name. makes sense. Yeah, sure. But okay. I feel like every time there's a Kardashian child, they always say Donda. Mm-hmm. Right? Because... Yeah. Because that's his mother, and they haven't used it yet. Also, somebody thought maybe Rob. Okay, nope, that's probably not going to happen. Apparently, Kim told Jimmy Kimmel previously, I was truly thinking about just naming him Rob, because she liked Rob West, and she said her brother approved it, but she was on the fence about it. (laughs) And she doesn't make up her mind until the baby arrives. So potentially Rob, it okay. ain't going to be Rob. No, Let's be real. Be Rob. Anyway, um, you'll again, re- you don't. How do you, North, Saint, Shy, and Rob? Yeah, that doesn't flow. Do you um, have any mm-hmm. thoughts or mm-hmm. opinions on the matter? I am. I'm positive. Okay, that they are at least considering Jesus. Oh, really? Makes I'm, sense. I am positive that they are at least considering yeah, it. Yeah, but isn't Kanye the Jesus? Yeah, but isn't Kanye also a narcissist? Well, yeah. And he would want... Jesus too? Yeah. Ye too? Yep. What about just Lord or the uh, Lord? Well, yeah. Actually, I feel like it would have a... It would have the... So it'd be the Lord. You're probably... I mean, yes, that also probably is on their okay, list so we have of... Jesus, the Lord. Holly, do you have a name? I'm going to write these down. All right. Mm-hmm. So we have Jesus... The Lord, one word. Mm-hmm. One yeah, word? just one big long word. I, uh, You know, I like the idea that they're going to go with a Chicago-themed name. Ah, okay. Because of Chicago West, Kanye, his affinity for his hometown. So I think they're going to name their kid Refrigerator. Oh, yeah, like Refrigerator oh, Perry. Totally. Okay, I like that. Yes, former uh, player for the Chicago Bears, 1985 yes. to 1993. Do you think that... Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. 
Head to Factormeals.com slash BTPod50 and use code BTPod50 to get 50% off. That's code BTPod50 at Factormeals.com slash BTPod50 to get 50% off. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Then that like he'll have a theme song and it'll be the Super Bowl or, shuffle. Or it could be Dicka. Totally. Yeah. Dub Bears. I do like that you thought outside of the box with this. Well, you know, thank you for Kim doing and that. Like to really think outside, outside of the box. box. That's yeah. true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Big box with refrigerant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two doors freezer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool it. Mm-hmm. Usually on the bottom. But don't climb into it. Uh, okay, so just so you know, we now have Jesus, the Lord, and refrigerator. Okay, so here's my other question. Um, when do we do we ha- we don't have any idea when we're going to know because she has never announced the name of a baby at the time that the baby was born. No, exactly like you said, Bradley. You kind of need to hang on to the news cycle. Well, I would imagine it's not going to be too long. I don't feel like you wait too long because then people really do start to not care, and then you tell us, and we're like, okay, we don't. Care. So we're going to, pro- this is probably the way I that it's going to lay out. We're going to have the name by Friday mm-hmm. and probably some pictures by next week. Right? It's funny. The Royals are better at doing this than the Kardashians yeah, are quicker at doing this. They gave us a couple of feet at least. At yeah. least we got some feet and a photo op. I mean, and they paraded little Archie out on the red, you know, on a carpet. Well, okay, it wasn't a red carpet, oh, but you know what I mean? Emily yeah. says Kim and Kanye West's. New baby's name is going to be Key. Oh, Key, cute. But Key West. Okay, I got it. That's cute. That's cute. I wondered, but see, I always did wonder too. Why when they named North North, they never. It seemed like they didn't consider Easton, which was. It seemed like (laughs) we talked about that. Yeah. It seemed like that was a logical, so then the baby's name would be East and West. Yeah, or if they want to stick with the airline theme, then north. they name the kids South. Southwest. Because yeah, they already have oh. a Northwest. Yeah. yeah. Rest in peace, Northwest Airlines. Oh, man. Dude, the Southwest. I mean, this is a good point. Yeah. I think, you know, I just, I feel like because of the trajectory of where Kanye is going right now with his Sunday services... I feel like we're going to stick with either the Yeezus. Or what about Worst? Worst West? Yeah. I mean, it's as it's likely as, as any other name. as any name. other yeah. name. <laughs> All right. When we come back, we've got some celebrities behaving badly. We're going to tell you about them. we got a name for them, and that name is Debo. We're going to tell you about it after this on My Talk 1071. celebrities behaving badly we want to tell you about on the Colleen and Bradley show my talk 1071 streaming live at mytalk 1071.com everything entertainment Colleen Lindstrom Bradley trainer hey, we got a name for these celebrities behaving badly and that name is Bieber. presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the day who do you got John Mayer Wow. That's not a name you expected to hear not really. in the douchebag list. But well, 
I mean, well, I mean, I expect to today. hear it in that list. I just don't expect to hear it. Whoa, period. Okay. Um. So he really. Did you get the demon out. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So he is saying some stuff. It's not actually the debaggiest stuff that John Mayer has said, but it is particularly some stuff around the Kardashians that I thought you would find particularly delightful. Okay. Suddenly I've moved to Chicago with my voice. Um, But he finally spoke about rumors, Colleen, I know you were waiting, uh, regarding the uh, new A-list flame that he has. He has a new A-list flame? Kourtney Kardashian. Did okay. You know this? No, I didn't. But first of all, I do just want to say I'm sure I know who started those rumors. And their name is Kardashian. Oh no! Actually, I was going to say John Mayer. Oh, okay. yeah, because he loves to well, fan his own flames. He uh, finally spoke out about those rumors that uh, he is dating Courtney Kardashian while on Andy Cohen's Sirius XM radio show, Radio Andy Monday. FYI. Okay. Sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm not allowed to say that. <laughs> Bad game! Bad! The 41-year-old mayor said he is not the father. He is not dating uh, Kourtney Kardashian, aged 40. Okay. They just wanted you to know. Well, she also, yes. She doesn't typically go Date for... Her own age. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But, okay, so that that was the sort of entree, if you will, mm-hmm. uh, to use a French phrase that's probably not apropos in this particular case. But he was talking about this rumor that he was dating her, and he's like, no. He goes, yeah, that happens to not be true. Look, I actually like the Kardashians. If you break it, now just go with me here, because I'm going to take you on a journey. Mm -hmm. Look, I actually like the Kardashians. If you break it down to your interactions with them, they're very nice people. If you break it down to your interactions with them, they're very nice people. Okay, so I think any objection to them is more philosophical and I don't really have a philosophical objection to people that I don't get on with every day. Like, they're very nice people. Okay. Okay, I don't know what that means. I think I know what he thinks he's doing verbally. It was a little preachy. Yeah, he's basically calling us... Yeah, petty. D-bags. Yeah, jerks. Okay. Yeah. Uh, If you break down your interactions to, you know, with them, they're very nice people. I don't think any objection to them is... No, 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 whatever. Anyway, so well, here's my point to that. And is this? I don't have any interactions with them. Yeah, what else am I? Supposed the to only go on? interactions I have with them are the ones that they serve up to me, and I think that they're uh, it's D-bags. rather oppressive in its nature, being forced to consume Kardashian-related news items mm-hmm. on a regular basis. That's true. <sighs> anyway, it is not, but that alone that made me crown him a D-bag today. It is what he goes on to say about Chris Jenner. He loves some Chris Jenner, apparently. Mm. Uh, Mayer did not say anything bad about the Kardashians, though. In fact, he heaped praise upon Kardashian's mother, Chris Jenner. Quote, now, again, go with me on this journey and please provide Google Translate okay. services. I'll do my best. I think she is. He's talking about Chris, Chris Jenner. Jenner. Again, John Mayer is. Uh-huh. I think she is like the Yoda of Hollywood serotonin. The Yoda. Like she has a good grasp on how to make your serotonin just burst in your brain. Okay. Okay. I I think I can translate it so far. I was sitting next to her and I was like, you're the ground zero of bliss of Hollywood (sighs) bliss. Oh God. She was great. I am also a little afraid of her. I want a nice base level of respect. I don't want to be too far on her radar. It's hard to explain. She could end me. 
Okay, well, first of all... What is going on? Serotonin of bliss? Well, we're talking about this. This is the man who called Jessica Simpson sexual napalm. Yeah. So we're already dealing with somebody who likes to use words in a weird way. You are the ground zero of bliss. Mm -hmm. That's what he told Kris Jenner. Yeah. What? Yeah. Um, Again... I think what he's trying to say is that she has the power to make people feel good, but also could kill you. That's what I got from that. Mm, okay. So you kind of don't want her to know that you're a thing. The Yoda of Hollywood serotonin. If someone ever described me that way, I'd be like, I'm sorry. Can I get please, that in English? Can I get that in a language that actually my brain can process? This, he strikes me as the type of person who you would be so irritated to spend any time with because he'd always be talking about mm, three feet above you and then be irritated with the fact that you also, d- couldn't follow his weird let's rambles. Take it at the face. If he's saying that she can create, because that's what I kind of thought, like he's saying like she can create, make you feel good stuff. Excuse me, have you watched anything that they've made? There is nothing feel good about it. It's drama, it's superficiality, it's facial fillers, and um, a lot of drama. Yeah. It is not serotonin. There is nothing serotonin-y about a Kardashian I think storyline. what we need to be doing, actually, is be paying attention to the second part of that statement that he made, which was that she could end you. Yeah. And then look at the first things he said through that lens... Although, then suddenly saying the Yoda of like he's just trying Hollywood to Sarah, smoke up exactly. Her also, but I mean, Chris Jenner could end John Mayer. I don't think so. That sounds like then she would be the Emperor Palpatine of Hollywood. That does not sound like yeah. a Yoda. No, not no. at all. Because Yoda would never end you. Exactly. Yeah. I think that I we've all become dumber <laughs> now, having tried to get into John Mayer's words. Yeah, it's better than people who are dumb enough to try to get into his pants. True that. Truer words have never been spoken. All right. Uh, I have a D-bag. Okay, whip it out. Farrah Abraham. Whoa. Okay, I need you to just open this up. Have you looked at this yet? I don't think so. Okay, okay, magazine. Okay, magazine. Did a spread. Oh. Okay, magazine. Oh, I did hear about this. Farrah Abraham just yes. casually wandering through New York City wearing oh. an ensemble uh, that included, I don't know. Well, she looks like a Chipotle burrito she with does. a t-shirt on. But. <laughs> and the t-shirt is a Paramount t-shirt that's too big, but it's cinched at the waist with some disco ball um, Chipotle fabric but here's where it gets like that's dumb and ugly and weird right she's in full makeup but here's where i they lost me okay so the story goes like this farah abraham has been known to turn heads in daring ensembles and her latest is no different read on to see what she was wearing in new york city this weekend okay i guess i will fine she rocked a loose-fitting paramount t-shirt that was cinched with a shiny belt on saturday may 11th okay now we know what day this happened she paired the look with a pair of over-the-top reflective pants. Except it's over-the-top. Yeah, exactly. Typo. Yep. New career move? Farrah was seen walking around with some DJ equipment throughout the streets of New York City. She's literally carrying in her hand a DJ turntable. Like you might carry, I don't know, a book. And it's not like in any kind of bag or anything that might like protect accept- it. What I love... Oh, God. Okay. Yeah. 
What I love is that in the Daily Mail piece, because I, I wanted to reference something else about this, but in the Daily Mail article, they say she accessorized with a set of turntables. That is not an accessory. No, no. that's so what so what can we can we extrapolate what's going on here? Well, the, the reason I remember the story is because they were saying that this was like a middle finger because apparently Viacom owns Paramount mm-hmm. and Viacom is, of course, where she settled her lawsuit. Right. With uh, Teen Mom yep. backdoor mm-hmm. experience. No, just the regular door. Whatever Front door. Front door Teen Mom. Yeah. So. Just Teen they Mom. They were implying that maybe that had something to do with, like, it was like a middle finger to Viacom. Like, hey, hey. Or just, I, I kind of feel like I don't know that Fair Abraham can make subtle gestures like that, but. Here's what I see. I see a gal who made a call to some paparazzo. Oh, well, of course. And yeah. said, I've got some stuff that I'm going to be working on and I'm going to be walking on the street and I need you to take some pictures and then share them. What I see is a middle finger. I think what she's saying is bleep you, Viacom. I'm going to be a DJ. And I think that we should be looking forward to. Well, that's the part I don't understand. Where is is she, is she performing somewhere? Like, why Not is she that we literally know of, but carrying? I think she wants us to think that her next move is going to be DJing in some club. In New York City, looking like a fool because she is. Also, let's talk about how she's walking down the street. When you walk down the street, do you put your hand behind your head as though you're primping? Like, she's, it's so, the thing I love about this is the, like, trying to serve it up as though they just happened upon Farah Abraham on the streets of New York. There is, Whenever you see yeah, well, pictures all, like this, there's a message being sent through her hair. Like, yeah, this is a totally staged photo shoot. But we're trying to figure out exactly what the message that's being sent. I don't understand. Is. I don't think there is a clear message. But the DJ equipment to me says oh, something. Also, here we go. What? Oh, please do me a favor and I would open love to. this article here. Okay. Life and Style Mag, please tell me what you see. First of all, give me a date. Okay, so a date of this next thing that I'm looking at. Yep, pull up the date. This is April 18th. Okay, what's she doing? She's, oh, carrying her DJ equipment. Huh, look at that. Now she's in, where is she here? LA. LA. Mm hmm. I'm telling you, nobody carries their DJ equipment like That's that. What if I'm you're saying. an actual DJ, no, you've got like you would take. Play. Also, you she's not carrying anything else. There are no cords. Thank no. you. <laughs> Thank no. you. No, listen. That's what I love about these pictures. Is where's she going? By the way, because she's just in a neighborhood in these pictures in LA. Yeah, yeah. she's just wa- ambling. It, like. I don't understand what it is that we're so like. And again, to your point, you got to think when you look at these things, what's she going to plug that thing into where, what pray tell is she doing with it? Again, I think she wants us to be thinking that she's working on a DJ thing. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, that would be the assumption, but I think we're going to need more context. Fairy Abraham. Well, She'll continue to work at it. Don't worry so about it. Weird. We okay. might just see her carrying her DJ equipment on other streets. Oh. What? Have you solved the mystery? Well, in Feb or in September of last year, this Farrah Abraham won't be the, the only former MTV star in the celebrity boxing match because DJ Scribble has also been tapped. I don't know. Maybe, maybe she like, maybe she had a really like meaningful heart to heart with DJ Scribble. And oh. it was like, you need to go into, DJing. I mean, that's, that's what all like, 
reality stars do when they fail to maintain their career. They go the DJ route. Yeah, exactly. DJ Polly D. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, um, remember last week we were talking about Louis C.K. and all of the restrictions he put on people who went to see him at Acme Comedy Club. Yeah. That some of them seemed a little over the top Mm -hmm. because he was trying to protect his act. Yeah. Well, we're not the only ones who thought that was a little bit much. Uh, And I have a question about why he said he was doing that. We'll talk about it after this on My Talk 1071. Okay, so remember last week we were talking about how Louis C.K. was coming here to the Twin Cities to perform, I think it was eight total shows at Acme Comedy Club. We were sort of up in arms about it, but what we were really interested in was his... This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG-13. Decision to basically put all cell phones and recording devices on total lockdown. Mm-hmm. This is the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Now, um, I saw this, I saw a couple comments about this. We're not the only people who thought that was kind of weird and a little bit like, you know, questionable. No, like the New York Times. Right. Also agreed with us. Thank you. Yeah, no, they they clearly were not having it. Well, um, I read uh, I read an article in Pulse Live about this decision, and and basically they also talked to some um, lawyers to see if he would have a case. Say if somebody did leak uh, a joke or share a video, uh, and that's neither here nor there. But what I thought was interesting was. This quote from a a comedy club owner named Noam Dwarman, who owns the Comedy Cellar in New York, who's also a friend of Louis C.K. What he said was of of um, comedians, they spend a year or two working on material that is the basis of their income. And then it ends up in an unfinished form online for free. And it's terrible for them. And I thought, well, that indicates that perhaps. What they're worried about is that one of their jokes that is part of their act that Mm -hmm. people pay to go see goes out online and then maybe it's the thing that deters people from going to see them live. Mm -hmm. And I thought, I don't think that that's the case at all. I don't think that if a comedian, if part of their act is shared... Mm -hmm. A small out-of-context part. Mm -hmm. If you think it's funny that it would preclude you from going to see their full act, or if you thought it was not funny but you were a fan of theirs, that you would not go see it. But I do think it tells you a story about who they are as a comedian. I just don't understand in what world people live that they can create something and they can control every piece of it insofar as like nobody's allowed to comment on it. Like right. what we're talking about is not, you can't use the joke. Of course, just like anybody's creative work, you can't use it f- to make money off of or in your own way to label it yours. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, no, I don't think anybody has an argument with that. I think what everybody took issue with was the, the extreme uh, nature 
of this particular um, warning to everybody in attendance that you couldn't even talk about what you were hearing because it would somehow run afoul of copyright, which to me, and I am no constitutional or a copyright lawyer, but when I w- read the piece in the New York Times, but you know, their expert is like, yeah, this is a breach. This is kind of, uh, it, it's too broad. And I have a hard time believing that any court in their right mind would uphold that particular, um, you know, uh, oh, what am I trying to say? That particular mandate mandate. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So just to be clear, the, the wording on the mandate was essentially that you not only, you know, did they take cell phones away so you couldn't record, which I think that's, I mean, whatever. I don't tip. I don't personally have an issue with that. I kind of get it, but whatever. It was that the extra length that went to where, which precludes people from uh, record from reproduction of his jokes in whole or in part in any medium, meaning you couldn't even repeat. Like I couldn't, if I had gone to the show if I opened up the microphone and I said, here was one of his jokes yeah. and I said it even like he joked about touching himself like he did with that thing. If that was part of the joke that he told, allegedly, no, you're not able to do that. Well, that's that's like a yeah. the thing I find interesting about that is like, again, to your point, how is that even enforceable? Yeah, I think it's meant to just scare people. Oh, it's, inti- it's totally intimidation. And it's Louis C.K. This is not. You know, um, Joe Schmo comedian who is working very hard and getting screwed by the man on a regular basis. We're talking about a man who doesn't want probably the content of the only show he's able to do. So like Louis C.K., he did this gross thing. Mm -hmm. He accounted for it. Great. Awesome. But he's kind of just like this acerbic, grumpy, avuncular old dude with who wants to be kind of continue to just be like overly negative, gross and over the top. Right. Right. Um, But he doesn't want people talking about that because that probably reminds them and just and makes them not want to go. Well, it makes the audience that or I should say it makes the people who aren't there for that go. Well, gross. I don't want any part of that. So he doesn't they he doesn't want somebody constantly, you know, poking at that. He wants to be able to make money off of his audience, though, who is all there for that. Like right. the people who love him love that. They want to hear more of it if he is over the top. And um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like um, not over the top, but like offensive. Yeah. Right. You know, like I love insult comics um, of a certain kind. Like there are certain people that I would love to go see. But if you started quoting chapter and verse bits from their act, you would be horrified because you'd be like, oh, that's so offensive. Well, and that's the thing that's interesting is the the owner of this comedy club, the comedy seller in New York, he sort of is indicating that this is par for the course when it comes to comedians, that many of them are saying we don't, you know, we need to find a way to stop people from sharing the material because that's how we make our money. And I'm of the opinion that I don't feel like that is that the sharing of somebody's material, again, in part or in whole, verbatim or some approximation, is a thing that would preclude me from going to see a comedian. Um, I would be looking at other things. I would be paying attention to like their the larger stories surrounding them. In the case of Louis C.K., I'm probably not going to go see him because he kind of seems like a smarmy dude. Yeah. But any other comedian, if they've got like a joke that I've heard kind of part of, 
that doesn't tell me anything about what else is going on in there. The thing that I do sort of, um, I feel empathy for comedians now is that out of context, jokes can seem horrible. And so insofar as they, you know, any comedian wants to keep people from taking their jokes out of context. I mean, there are so many stories from the last couple of years of people, you know, overreacting at what comedians say in the context of their acts or in the context of a stand-up routine. Um, you know, that I understand the, the frustration they have because if you lift, you know, so what I'm saying is I think part of Louis C.K.'s, you know, prescription to people that you can't share anything in part or whole, part of that is probably to address that because, again, you don't want people taking things out of context and, oh, Louis C.K. is doing jokes about, you know, the very thing that he apologized for. That doesn't seem very sincere. I like I kind of get that, but it's Louis C.K. and like, what else do you expect people to do? Right. But another comic who, you know, talks about controversial things, I get that they don't want people to take their work out of context. The problem is that's the world that we live in. Right. I mean, everything gets taken out of context. Oh, I don't think we solved anything, but we're going to try to we're solve something. To. That's true. Good. Good news. Because we didn't. When we come back, though, we're going to solve this. Uh, if you're rich, do you drive yourself? Drive yourself. We're going to talk about it after this on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Hi, I'm James Seawood, one of the narrators on the Abide app, a premium ad-free biblical meditation experience. Join the millions of people who download the Abide app to reduce stress, improve sleep, and experience the peace of God every day. You can text the word PEACE to 22433 for a 7-day free trial of Abide. Just text PEACE to 22433, and you'll likely hear from me again on the app as I guide you through daily meditations or help you fall asleep and experience the peace of God.